This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. The past year has been challenging, eh? It's times like these we need to think about what keeps us well, focusing on reimagining our well-being. It's about noticing the beauty around us and finding strength and support we've all given and received. We all have mental health. Let's improve it together. Welcome to Living Well in Otago. In this podcast series, Otago people share their ideas about practical, everyday things you can do to support your well-being and build connections with others. This series was produced for Otago Mental Health Support Trust and weaved together with funding support from Southern District Health Board. Hi everyone listening, my name is Krishla Phillips. I'm a counsellor here in Dunedin. I've been living in Dunedin for around about seven years now and today I'm here to talk about my experience of living well or trying to live well and um, some of the ways that I've learnt to do that uh, that are helpful for me. Um, Why this is important for me in particular is because I um, have had anxiety most of my life, um, right from when I was a kid. Um, It has got better over time, but but in particular around uh, social context. And so I've had to develop quite a few strategies to help me um, manage life. Okay, some of the things that are really important for me to do uh, every day or focus on every day are just the basics, what I call the foundations of good health. Um, So making sure I get eight or nine hours sleep a night, that keeps me feeling um, in control and um, if I don't, then I can be quite grumpy. Eating good food, uh, drinking lots of water and um, making sure that exercise uh, in various forms as part of my daily activity. I also work better when I have a structure or a routine during the day. So trying to stick to eating meals at certain times, going to bed at a certain time, just helps me feel like I'm in control and keeping that routine going. Uh, another foundation which I think keeps um, people you know, feeling really well is um, connecting with others. So making sure that I'm on a daily basis connecting with other people, which I do on my work anyway, but connecting with friends and family. So over the last uh, few years, um, I've really had a focus on my mental well-being. So really looking after myself from the point of view of um, my emotions and um, my thoughts and just managing my stress. So some of the things that have really helped in that regard, number one is being out in nature. Uh, For me, you know, if I'm out in the bush particularly or walking along the beach um, or just even being outside with the sun shining on my face really relieves some of the stress and busyness of day-to-day life. So that's been really important, even just to sit uh, somewhere and just let everything slow down and uh, my thoughts just quiet has been really important. And so going on from that, I've really become interested in meditation and um, certainly try to bring meditation into my life on a daily basis if possible. Sometimes that looks like two minutes uh, every now and again um, or in between clients um, and sometimes that might be a 20-minute sitting down in a quiet room. 
um, and I have been attending the meditation nights um, here at Community House on a Monday night, uh, which is available to everybody as well. And meditation just helps us to to calm our thoughts, and for me, it, it is quite a stress relief too. Uh, I've had a focus on living more in the present. I find that when I'm feeling anxious or stressed, my brain is often thinking in the past or it's thinking in the future, and so both of those uh, can cause quite a bit of stress. And so I've had a focus on trying to uh, train my brain, I guess, to be more present uh, with what's happening right in front of me now. So some of the some of the ways that are really useful in doing that even is to shut your eyes and to listen to three things at the same time, which I find is really, that one works for me. Also things like mindful eating, paying attention to what your food tastes like instead of just gobbling it down, or even... Um, looking around your room and noticing things that you might not have noticed uh, in a long time, if ever. And you can be quite surprised at what you can notice as you look around and see things uh, that are right in front of you. So another process I've been looking at is challenging my thinking, uh, noticing uh, when my thoughts might be quite negative or quite worried, and challenging that a little bit. So asking questions like, What is the worst that can happen? Is this worth all the stress? Can I think of a solution? And is this uh, worry within my control? And I find that asking myself those questions actually helps me to get out of the stress and anxiety that I'm feeling and put it in perspective. Uh, So challenging those thoughts is really useful for me. And even if I'm challenging them, you know, if they're quite negative, replacing them with positive thoughts. So if I'm, say, for example, saying that I can't do something, I'll replace that with, I can do this. A good example, actually, of that is uh, recently when I was running, and I hate running, I'm not very good at it, and it feels awful, but uh, I was running and I noticed that my thoughts were... Uh, saying exactly that, this is horrible, I hate it. But I noticed that when I uh, said to myself, actually I can do this, I am doing this, I love running, wasn't quite true, but it actually worked. And I noticed that um, there was a bit more energy that came with that and a change in my mindset towards running. Here's another mindful minute. Cleaning your teeth. Before you clean your teeth, notice the colour and smell of the toothpaste. While cleaning, notice the feel of the toothbrush in your mouth and the smell and the taste. And the nice clean feeling when you rinse your mouth. What I've noticed um, in my work with clients and also in myself is that it's quite often difficult for us to want to feel our emotions or express our emotions. And I think that is a product of our uh, culture, uh, our just get on with it culture in New Zealand. And so uh, what I've been doing is pushing my comfort zone a bit on that, I guess, in terms of trying to connect more with um, what I'm feeling in the moment and being able to express that. Uh, Whether that's to myself or to other people, it really doesn't matter, but just really um, getting more in contact with what I'm feeling, both in my body and in my head. So one way I do that is is actually noticing where I feel emotions in my body. So our emotions are present in our body. So sometimes if we're feeling uh, anxious, we get a sick feeling in our, 
stomach. Uh, if we might uh, be feeling scared, you know, might be stomach, might be your chest gets tight. Uh, some people talk about, you know, the head feeling really sore or tight and we can hold stress in our shoulders uh, as well. So everybody's different where we feel emotions, but it's really good to, to notice where we do. And what I like to do is just sit for a minute often close my eyes and just feel like I'm breathing into that emotion so that I'm actually saying to my body, yeah, I can hear you, I'm, I'm feeling this, rather than uh, ignoring it or pushing it away. Another thing that I find is really important is uh, developing the relationship that I have with myself. I guess we can either be our own best friend or we can be our own worst enemy at times. And so uh, I try to focus on good self-care, you know, recognising when I need to sleep, uh, when I need to eat, making time for, uh, you know, those basic things, but also noticing, you know, if I'm working too hard and uh, getting too stressed and actually doing something about that. So making some changes so that I feel like I've got a good balance and I'm not tired and I'm taking care of myself. So I think um, in general, I often, you know, that often is a bit of a struggle. Um, I tend to uh, run around uh, a bit like a headless chicken a lot of the time and have a bit of trouble managing um, stress. I've been listening to uh, Dr. Libby Weaver. Uh, you can find um, Libby Weaver, has, uh, she has books out. She has a book uh, particularly called Rushing Woman's Syndrome um, and she is on YouTube clips and various other places and actually she's even uh, visited Dunedin before and I think she would intend to again if COVID wasn't happening. So she's particularly good in terms of uh, women's issues and the, the stress that women are under in day-to-day -day life. So what I've particularly um, learnt from the idea of the rushing woman's syndrome is that often the stress that we're feeling is perceived stress. So it's not actually as uh, stressful as what we think. And so sometimes by changing the way we look at it or changing our sense of urgency, um, uh, we can calm that down a bit. And Dr. Libby does talk about the impact of stress on our bodies, and particularly for females and females' hormones as well. So it's, it's an interesting read. Uh, I find I work best when I've got a bit of a challenge uh, happening. Um, and so this year, my challenge has been uh, becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so that's kind of been a bit of a focus for me for the whole year. And of course, with uh, COVID, that has kind of pushed the boundaries for uh, myself and a lot of people anyway, in terms of trying something different. So I've been looking into the idea of uh, our comfort zone and, you know, why we stay within our comfort zone and um, what makes us sort of leave there and push push us into living a little bit in the zone where there's a bit of discomfort. So, you know, some of the quotes I've been looking at this year were, you know, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So um, really pushing us outside to experience life in a different way than what we're used to. Eleanor Roosevelt said, do, what, do one thing every day that scares you. 
I try and do one thing a year that scares me. But, you know, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. And so I've been really looking into that concept this year. One of the things I've been doing every day is putting... Uh, at the end of my shower, putting the shower on cold. So you get the full force of the cold tap on you at the end of the shower. Uh, so that's not that fun, but it um, it does sort of help you push that idea of discomfort. Because I think for myself, if I get more comfortable with being uncomfortable, life doesn't seem so scary at times. So other things that I have done in the past, I'm very scared of heights, so I'll uh, walk across swing bridges and things like that but also in terms of just pushing the limits of my even my physical ability so you know if I'm going out in nature or going for a walk uh, it's really quite good to um, do something that feels just a little bit too tough so for example the other day I walked up to the top of the Mangatuas which seemed like it was straight up hill for about two hours and that was really challenging. I had to stop for about, you know, stop for about five minutes every 10 minutes walking. But it was a challenge and it makes me feel really great when you're able to um, achieve something like that. Even heading down to Tunnel Beach, you know, which is so beautiful to look at and so just such a, a wonderful place. You know, on the way back, you've got to climb up all of those, the stairs and the hill and it just um, seems like it's a Big effort, but very well worth it in the end. Here's another mindful minute. Ending the day. Before you go to sleep, think of three things that you are grateful for. They can be simple things that we take for granted until we don't have them. For example, legs that can walk, eyes that can see, a toilet that flushes, a smile. So just the last thing I wanted to mention here is having fun. Sometimes it feels like life is just quite a bit uh, serious and I think sometimes when you're getting into daily routines and going through the hard slog of life that uh, we sometimes miss uh, just doing some fun things. And so things that I find really uh, helpful are doing things that actually make you feel a little bit childlike. So if you remember the days when you're a kid and you'd laugh uncontrollably, like I love that feeling and... So some of the things that, you know, I might do uh, is have dress-up parties where you can dress up in whatever you, you know, it might be a theme or something that makes you feel kind of outside of your normal comfort zone. Um, and more recently I found things like doing handstands, which I never thought I'd be able to do. You know, getting on a swing and swinging, that's always a fun feeling. Trampolining, even playing a game of cricket. Uh, you don't have to be good at anything, but just just trying something that actually is a bit funny, being able to laugh at yourself if you need to and lighten up. Um, it lightens up my mood anyway um, to do things like that. So these are some of the things that I do or strategies that I use to um, help me manage uh, through life and um, in my attempt to uh, live well. I hope they've been of some use to you and, you know, maybe there are some things that you might like to try that I've mentioned, but I wish you all the best in your own journey. You've been listening to Living Well in Otago. If you'd like to hear more ideas about practical, everyday things you can do to support your well-being and build connections with others, check out more podcasts in this series from oar.org.nz.
This series was produced for Otago Mental Health Support Trust and weaved together with funding support from Southern District Health Board. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.